Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh my fucking god, we are back for another episode with Melissa. Hello. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Me too. I like this jacket. We've been talking this Thank whole time you. and you put on a whole new fucking outfit. I did. Can you, can you, I mean, you're, you are flexible. Flash the shoes. Guys. Is it all in there? It, it fucking is. And if you're listening to it after you're done, you have to go watch this. Um, we talked about your New Year's resolution, right? That you're wearing um, heels We down? did on the uh, bonus, bonus episode. Uh, so the regular gals and guys don't know. 
Oh yeah, guys. Well, don't be regular. Go <laughs> go, go uh, join us on uh, Stitcher Premium to get those bonus apps. But uh, one of your New Year's resolutions was to wear heels every day, every day. Yeah. And you did it in college. Mm-hmm. Which... I did. So this is just getting back in it. So I packed you... up like I have like recently bought like a whole bunch of new Ooh, shoes. Nice. Like. But they were flats, and oh. I packed them up and sent them to my niece, who's twelve. Oh. So she She's has all new same shoes. Same size as twelve. Yeah, she can be tall. I mean, I haven't, I haven't grown since I was twelve. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! How tall are you? Five one. Okay. Yeah, she's like the same height as me. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Because so I was like, wow, she's gonna have like adult size feet, yeah. and I was like, maybe you don't. have Yeah, adult but size she feet. might be. Her um, father is tall, so she might be taller. How old are you at twelve? And whoa, that's yeah, you're twelve. 12. You're what 12. grade are you in at twelve? Sixth Six. grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. I think I stopped growing mm. then too, but I also was fucking five, eight, seven. Yeah, seven, yeah. Right. I was like right. average height until everyone else. Yeah, everyone else was kept growing. Yeah, you know, I was the kid who was like out of frame in all mm-hmm. of the pictures, and I was like, oh, cool. Hello, everybody <laughs> down there. Uh, okay, guys. Well, this is um, don't play me. It's uh, the advice podcast, but you already fucking know it. Or if you don't. Welcome. Welcome to us here. We are filming this for YouTube as well as um, the audio version. So if you want to go check out either one, you can see me drinking a Diet Coke. <laughs> if you watch the video, it's a good time. Also to check for my sweatshirt on the right way. I did. Um, so guys, if you want to call in to be a part of an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And uh, international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So um, you guys really liked the last episode where it was just us. Yeah. So we're going to... Thank fucking God. We're going to try it out to do like once a month and see how it works. I'm I am on fucking board. <laughs> Not that I don't love all of our other guests, but like... <sighs> so nice like yeah. it's just easy like it i don't does. have to try like it's just like we're just here it's so easy um so um it's time for us to give some advice all right let's do it hi megan so i am 18 and i just started my second semester of college and i'm living in the dorms and last semester i met this guy at a frat party he is in the frat which already kind of a red flag but it's fine (laughs) so we met and we kind of just hit it off and we have been like hooking up and hanging out we've like said I love you to each other it's just it's super serious and I have never dated anyone so I am taking I'm trying to take things slow I don't want to date him yet even though he really wants to define the relationship but we are definitely heading towards the direction of dating And we um, both are very, like, open and honest with each other. We have really good communication skills with each other. Um, There is just, like, one minor problem that I have not been able to bring up with him. And that is that he doesn't have a car. And I know that makes me sound shallow. I'm not trying to, like, bag on his financial situation because he comes from really rich parents like he has a job and all of that stuff like his parents pay his rent um they just haven't bought him a car so yeah there's nothing wrong with that but I personally just feel like he kind of uses me for my car like if I sleep over at his place he will like ask for a ride to class the next morning and at first I didn't really think it was a problem but it's just getting to be so annoying like I today actually was late to my class because I had to drive him to his friend's house to get his backpack and then drive him to class and then I had to like come back home 
parked my car. I didn't even have time to like change my clothes. I was still like 20 minutes late to my class and like it's just becoming an inconvenience and I don't know how to bring it up to him because I I don't want to like you can't yell at someone for not having a car. Like I will feel like a piece of shit if I do that, but it's just I don't know how to bring up like maybe he can find his own means of transportation, but at the same time it's like like I can take 5 minutes out of my day to take him to his class. I don't know. So please help me. <laughs> First question. They love each other but they're not dating? Yeah, that's what I was I was like there's a lot of impact here. Like yeah. you love you say you love each other you're in a serious relationship but, but you're, you're not, not dating. dating. You're headed towards a serious yeah. relationship, but you're in love and you've already said that to each other? Yeah. How and we don't know how long it's been. Yeah. Okay. Um also, somebody being in a fraternity isn't a red flag. Some of the greatest guys I know are in fraternity. So, <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah, totally. <laughs> no, we have, I different mean, yeah, we have different situations. Yeah. No, I like a like, ton of the frat guys that I went to school with. Honestly, yeah. I like all of the guys way more than the girls. Like yeah. the guys were so much cooler, and they're also were like, "Hey, you were always the hot one." And I was like, "Thank you so much. <laughs> that's so nice." Um, not that that's important, but like it did make me feel better at the time. Uh, I mean, I would say like. You're not, your issue isn't that he doesn't have a car. Your mm-hmm. issue is, is that, like, you're his chauffeur. And, yeah. like, the idea of bringing it up to him, like, you're not going to yell at him that he doesn't have a car. Like, it's not about that. Like, and also, it's not your responsibility. Like, you guys didn't meet, they didn't meet on the first day of fucking school. Like, he ha- had, like, you weren't a part of like when he went to college. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, you weren't like, well, and when you sign up, you're going to get a girlfriend who's going to drive you to school. Like, no, like he has to do this on his own. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And if he was not dating you, how would he get to like, right. It's not He'd your problem. probably just walk to class. Yeah. Um, I don't, he probably doesn't even realize what he's doing. No, I think he's just like, Oh, she's here. She has a car so yeah. she can take me. And I think that's just like a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. You guys say that you're very open and you, communicate but you're not communicating yeah this seems like a lot of yeah opposite things going on here it does and i think like i don't know what your hang-up is about like not wanting to be in a relationship and take it slow you've already said you love each other like yeah. you're already invested in it like so i think like the title of anything it really shouldn't matter um but i also would say like i didn't have a car in college and like i asked my boyfriend all the time like will you take me to class mm-hmm. but like sometimes he said no like Moss went to the airport the other day and i was hanging out with my friends and he was like hey would you drive me to the airport and i was like no take an uber like yeah. i've got plans like and he's like okay fine like that's but it's not like it's like or are you free to do this and i think like if you do have time for sure mm-hmm. like yeah you're like oh i'm going to class right now too like i'll totally go but like if you want to sleep in like no you i'm not gonna drive you yeah and i think also like i think you're right i don't think he is intentionally doing it i don't think he's using you mm-hmm. for your car i think if anything he probably like in the morning like wants to spend more time with you yeah. and so he's like oh i don't want to get out of bed like i don't want to like leave half an hour earlier so i can like walk to class like i just want to stay in bed and then she'll just drive me so we can hang out in the car mm-hmm. where he's thinking like oh this is like a oh we get to spend more time together yeah. and then you are like um no i want to sleep yeah so i'd say like the night before if you're going to class be like hey do you need a ride to class tomorrow yeah. um and then you can plan for it and you can wake up earlier and you can be on time to class because you are in school to get an education mm-hmm that's what I'm I'm always preaching. She's all about the education. <laughs> so um, you shouldn't be 20 minutes late for class because he forgot his backpack at his friend's house and you have to go pick it up and then drop him off. You need to just just plan ahead. Yeah, but also I think the cuntier thing to do, which is what I would do, is the next time in the morning, he's like, can you drive me to class? I'm like, I really am so tired. I don't want to. And, and, and like, because yeah. I think like you don't owe him 
like that. Like, I think you need a little bit of like, oh, this isn't. And like you said, he came from, not that I'm saying that he had like had everything handed to him, but he comes from a very well-off mm. family. Privilege. Yeah. yeah. It might be a little bit like he needs to check his privilege here. Yeah. Um, And also choosing not to have a car in college is a choice that you know is going to be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So he's expecting that. Like he knows that it's like when he chose not to have a car, then it became like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm choosing to do that. Yeah. Um, so any of those consequences is fine. But I think like, you're right. Like in general, he, he should be the one ahead of time being like, Hey, would any chance you could drive me to class tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you should need to bring it up at all, but and he's not. So exactly. So I think to. you either need to, you need to bring it up the night before and be like, Hey, just for like in general, yeah, maybe you do it like a big in general talk. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, just in general, like do you, do, well, or specifically, do you need me to um, take you to class tomorrow? And in general, could you let me know? Because sometimes it's going to, it's a little bit too hard for me to make it to class on time. And I was late last week. So if you tell me ahead of time, um, I can, t- if you tell me ahead of time, what days you would need me to take you to class, I can tell you if I can mm-hmm. and then if i can't then i can give you enough I, i'll be able yeah. to let you know ahead of time so you can figure out another ride to class yeah, yeah. also is he providing gas money yeah slash your own tires be yeah. like oh i can't drive anywhere <laughs> no because oh, no. the tires are like okay five hundred dollars pretend your car is in the shop and just be like oh babe will you buy ubers <laughs> will you buy me <laughs> an uber will you buy me an uber will you give me an uber <laughs> lift so let's be more progressive <laughs> yes lift um but yeah i don't think he's using you yeah. for your car that'd be really specific and also like a lot of people have cars yeah and like he you guys say you loved each other and also That's he's in a weird. frat they have pledges oh my god oh, we used to yeah. use pledges for cars oh yeah girl you don't have to drive him a pledge yeah. to drive him to class yeah i used to get driven to class hazing every... is not good people no, don't do hazing no it's not but, on it, but honestly the driving part i got driven to school every fucking single day from my boyfriend who's in a fraternity from the pledges he's like babe they got you and i'd be like okay and i was precious cargo so you know they drove slow but also got there on time mm-hmm. it's great we went to starbucks drive through <laughs> oh good good time um but yeah also i would figure out what you want to do in this relationship slash non-relationship yeah. thing as well because uh yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah. figure out what you want okay on to the next on to the next Hi, Megan and guest. I apologize in advance for my English, but I'm from Chile, so I'm going to try my best. Um, I really need your advice with something. So I met a girl in college about two years ago, and we became really, really close friends really fast. We were very similar, like the same stuff. Um, so we had a lot of fun together. It was super easy, and we really um, wanted what was best for the other one. And so it was very mature and sort of like good friendship. Um, but we're very different. We're 22. She has had the same boyfriend for five years, never fought with him once, um, goes to church every Sunday, doesn't party, doesn't drink, straight A student, top of the class um, since she's in middle school. I, on the other hand, have never had a boyfriend. I like to party. I drink. Um, I'm not religious in any way. Um, I, I do pretty well in school. I'm not the top of the class but i never failed a class or anything so i do pretty well um however these past few weeks i feel like she's been taking the role of being a mom and sort of giving me advice that i don't want slash don't need and i feel very um anxious about the whole thing because i don't feel like i can tell her everything and i need to watch what i say because she'll get mad or she'll um or i'll disappoint her and blah 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 and sort of everything is a life lesson um so i just wanted to tell her like dude i went out partying and i passed out in my kitchen and woke up at 7 a.m with cheerios on my hair and i just want you to be my friend about it i don't need you to be my mom and sort of like um tell me that it's wrong just like 
can we laugh it out and not be make such a huge deal out of everything? And I feel like lately she's been distancing herself and about me um, from me because she sees me like I'm a wreck and I'm a mess and I'm a rebel child and she's like done with trying to help me and fix me, which is something that I don't need. And just because I go out and party and make out with guys doesn't make my life a mess. I'm pretty good physically, mentally. I'm getting my master's in economics. Like I'm doing pretty fine. Um, and so it's been great, but uh, we started ghosting each other, but every now and then she'll talk to me sort of like to check up on me and be like, Hey, how are you doing? How's it been? And I'm just like, dude, either ignore me or be my friend, but she'll talk to me. And I feel like it comes from a place where she feels pity and feels bad about like sort of letting me go. But she'll talk to me and I don't want to ignore her because I don't want to be mean because we never actually got in a fight. But I hate it when she talks to me and I, and I feel self-conscious about like, oh, I don't want to be too needy. Why I don't want to be mean. And she'll take three to five business days to respond to my um, text messages. And to me, that's just not cool. And I don't want to talk about it with her because she'll be like, you're so dramatic. Everything's so dramatic with you. And sort of, I don't know what to do. Please help me. First of all, I'm obsessed with your accent. Yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. Um, I mean, uh, talking to two like serial ghosters here. Yeah, but I, I, I relate <gasps> to this. Okay. Because I think you have um, different types of friends for different parts of your life. 100%. And so um, there was a point when you guys were in college when you were very close and um, you related on a lot of different levels. And she was great for that point in your life. Mm -hmm. Now you have you guys have grown apart and that's OK. That's what happens with friends. You grow apart. Um, and she's still somebody that you care about and you can check in on her all the time. But she doesn't have to be the person that you're telling everything that's mm -hmm. going on in your life you have other friends that are that whoever you're going out with and partying yeah. with, talk to them about it you don't have to tell her that she's settled in her life she's got um yeah. a, she's in a serious relationship um and you don't you don't have to be her like go-to anymore and mm -hmm. she and she sees that too that's why she's yeah. like making a wedge too and so yeah. you guys can still be friends but she doesn't have to be your very very best friend right now yeah, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. I think like you become friends with people that you relate to on certain levels. Mm -hmm. And like, na it's kind of like when you're friends with someone because like your parents were friends yeah. and like, then you grow up and you're like, oh, do we, are we actually similar? Right. Like, do we actually like each other? Which like for me, like all of the friends that I had growing up, like we are, we all really do get along, but like, our, yeah, our relationships are different because like the thing that tied us together is like being from the same place and back home and none of us live there anymore. Mm -hmm. So like the thing that can kind of tie you there, if you don't have that anymore, exactly like you're saying, like you can still have like a respect for somebody and um, like somebody, uh, but also like you, yeah, you have friends for different, like I have friends that I have friends like I'm not going to talk shit. I'm not going to like talk shit about like my a relationship like problem with my single friends. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to talk about it with my friends who are in a relationship because they understand it. Yeah. Like I'm going to go to a workout class with a friend who I'm going to ask someone to go to a workout class who a friend who like also likes like working out. Mm -hmm. Like and you if you think about it in that sense of being like, oh, am I trying to include you? Which is no shame on you. Like because you guys did you were able to really not relate, but like you did have that relationship before you could talk about that of being like, oh, if I'm going to have a conversation, if you don't relate to what I'm talking to about in that sense, like 
we're just this. You're not going to get what you want yeah. out of it. Like you're yeah. not going to get like a, it's a bad audience, you know, mm-hmm. it's like delivering like dirty jokes. To people who are like, no PG only. And right. you're like, oh, well, fuck. Like I wasted all this great damn material. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that like you said, like the, there's, there's a way to like still check in on each other and all that. And there's also like, I think there's something so sucky about feeling. And I, and I say this because like, I felt like this for so long with different friends and stuff about like, oh, we didn't have a huge fight. And I still really like them, but like, I feel, I I feel like I'm the dick if we're not friends anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're not exactly. You said she's also kind of pulling away. Mm -hmm. And so I think like, you don't need, like, just know that you're in different points of your life and that how your relationship is now, you don't, don't settle for her. Like, don't talk to her about this shit because she's giving you shit for it. Right. So once you stop talking to her about that, then your relationship becomes like, oh, what do you do? What do you relate on? And like, what are you guys going to talk about? And then that's what your relationship is. Mm-hmm. And then you find the rest in other people. Um, and yeah, the dirt doesn't have to be a big blowout because you're right. There is, you didn't get in a fight. This right. is just something that, yeah, you guys no longer have that main thing that you used to relate on, which it's okay. Like, I, yeah, there's definitely friends like that I... Yeah, I had, they were my friends because of like proximity, because Mm -hmm. of all these other things. That doesn't mean that like it wasn't great and fun. But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, no, I just don't like we don't or even like a mutual friend. Like think if you became friends with somebody, but because you had like a really good mutual friend. And then if you're not friends with that mutual friend anymore, you're not really going to see that person. Doesn't mean you guys don't like each other. It just means like, oh, like this is we have to go more out of our way. It isn't as like seamless Mm -hmm. to kind of like, Oh, it feels like no time has passed. Like we can just that comfortability thing. So, yeah. Yeah. There's friends that I have that I went to college with and we're just not people that I would see every single day and we would hang out every day and get wasted with all every day. Mm -hmm. And, um, now sometimes we don't, we might talk like once or twice a year, Mm -hmm. um, because, that's just like we're just not in that same proximity anymore but we're still like we catch up back where we yeah. were and we're still friends and then like neither of us are mad about it yeah but we pick up right again so yeah. yeah yeah i don't think you need to worry about it and i think also if you're feeling like a little abandoned which i can totally get because she was you could talk about this kind of stuff in college mm-hmm. because also because she probably like not to stereotype college but she probably was like the odd one out of like yeah. the party situation. So she was kind of a little more used to it. Um, I think then they take this as an opportunity of like, don't think of like, oh, I lost a friend. It's like, oh no, I, this, I've got an opportunity now that for other people in my life that I haven't been like letting myself get like, take that position of like my best friend who I tell everything to. Mm-hmm. Now you have a whole new audience. Like you've got all of that and you're not losing her. You're just can gain more friends. Yeah. So best of luck and beautiful accent again. Ugh, so pretty. On to the next. Hi, Megan. Um, I am 20. I am currently a junior in college. Um, so I decided to call in because you uh, have talked about ghosting a lot. And it's uh, my main form of breaking up, which is not good. Um, but, you know, I'm really bad at communication. So that's what happens. But um, so basically, I ghosted this guy last semester. And it was a long story. It was kind of a hard ghosting because he was really adamant on talking to me, but I just stopped talking to him. Um, long story short, we're both the same major and he is in my class this semester with that. He's like my smallest class. It's an upper level. So there's only about like 15 people in it. Um, it's really awkward. I have a friend in the class, so I kind of anchored myself to her, but I know that at some point I'm going to have to talk to him. Um, 
I really don't know how to address it. Um, I had the class for the first time today, and when I saw him, I was very uncomfortable, and I think he could tell I was uncomfortable. Um, and he seemed very pleased by the fact that I was uncomfortable, which I, I know, like, karma, but um, just kind of advice on, like, how to go about this, because I didn't think that I'd ever have to see him again. Um, but, yeah, it kind of sucks. So anything, any advice, thank you. Bye. Mm, I mean, I dropped out of college. I literally, I mean, I didn't drop out of college to, like, avoid the guy that I ghosted, but I also, like, had a thing with a guy who I was in class with, and then I same. ghosted him, and it was also, like, same. a 10-person class, mm-hmm. and I didn't go back to class. I did the same thing. <laughs> so this is what you're going to learn from us, not to do the same thing. So I had, I had the same situation where this guy... We worked on a project together and then um, like at his place and we hooked up and then I didn't want to see him again. And um, the class had maybe like six or seven people in it. Um, And so what I would do would I was just like um, I would act like like I would not talk to him during the class and then I would put headphones on and I would hear him like calling my name just like (laughs) bolt. And then I just run away. And um, eventually I drop the class. <laughs> and you should not do that because clearly it's an upper level class that you need for your. Oh I didn't need this class. This was an elective, but yours is something that you need. So let's talk through this, like what uh, she should do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mine was at least, I feel like I, I honestly wish I had dropped mine earlier because mine was an acting class. And we had to do um, peer review. Mm. And so I did a monologue and he, they were like, does anyone like want to do the peer review? And he but raised his hand. this class you took like three times? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he raised his hand and I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> oh, fuck no. And he goes off and everybody there is like, oh, wow. They went out. This is a thing. <laughs> and it was like, set, it was so personal. And then I, I stopped going mm-hmm. and I dropped the class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you can't do. You can't drop. You need this class to graduate. You so. do. Oh God, I hate to be like. Um, I mean, on okay. Oh, y- you can really just bite the fucking bullet and text him. Yeah, and be like, hey, I just want to say, like, I feel shitty about ghosting you. Like, I'm really terrible with like communication and confrontation, and I know that's not an excuse, but like, I'm just gonna say that's really what it is, and. I uh, selfishly like assumed I wouldn't have to see you again. And now that I see you in class, I feel really bad. And I understand like you can totally hate me. Like I'm not asking for forgiveness or anything like that. But like I know that this is a couple months late, but I just feel like I really should have like owned like womaned up and Mm -hmm. like admit like said how I really felt as opposed to just ghosting you and um you're and just be like clearly this class is really uncomfortable for me and like I just and like I'm sorry good god Megan stop burping I'm sorry but I yeah and just like I'm not looking for your forgiveness or anything and I'm not I'm not looking to clear my conscience maybe I am but like I just feel like I'm yeah just apologize Mm -hmm. and then you can text him that and then just ignore him in class. Yeah. Or <laughs> wait for him after class and ambush him. Oh my Catch God. But they do it in person? <laughs> Fuck you no. You gotta see him in class you don't anyway. You go from ghosting someone <laughs> to then telling them in person, like, sorry, I ghosted you. Like, hey, you text I, You them. wait. No, you go outside leave class a letter before anybody is out there. Uh, after class ends. 
wait for him be like hey can i talk to you for a second oh my god and then be like and then just say everything that megan just said in the text message fuck that because you're gonna have to talk to him anyway yeah you are but it's kind of like one of those things that like if you set if you if you get the hard stuff out of the way in person then you don't have to talk about it i I mean if you get the way over text then in person like you can fix all right, all yeah. and like move on I mean you know? 100% I agree with Megan but I was just trying to give another <laughs> oh no that's like if you way. really have like a lot of self-actualization yeah like but, if you want to be a good person mm, you should do it in person but again you're talking to two people that oh, ghost and yeah, you're yeah. a ghoster too so yeah you, are, you're you probably, understand you probably prefer no, the text we're among and, friends yeah Good God. That yeah, this it's funny to hear though. Like as much as like we talk about ghosting and people give us shit for it, mm-hmm. we also know it's bad because like, both of us just bad. we had to drop a class. Yeah. Like it bites you in the ass mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so we know it's not good, but um it does feel nice to know that there are other people out there, there like are. us. Oh mm. so bad. Oh my god. Well, best of luck for you. And I'm really sorry. This also happened to Mots, except I don't know, I don't know if he go maybe he did ghost. Some, I don't know. All I know is he like had a thing with like a girl that he like met and caught like did something had something in college and then they were like in a class that was like just peer review and it was like mm. six people and they got partnered up like alphabetically and had to be together the whole time and she just like kept trying to find oh my him gosh. and it was just like oh god like how do I do this and it was like yeah yeah he's a fuck boy but that's my type okay guys it's time for a quick break and we will be right back bye we're gonna ghost you. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books, so... We're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book a lot of it can feel like really daunting so to have like a service where it's like you're gonna get like high quality hardcover books which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices but also curated so it's like amazing cool wonderful great this is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. 
Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we are hopping into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan. I'm 25 years old and I currently live in Chicago. Um, I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, basically, my fiance and I have been together for four years off and on. Um, a long time to be off and on, but um, we got engaged in September. I met him on Tinder, actually, when I was still going to school in Iowa. He still lives in Iowa, and I've been in Chicago for about a year now without him. Um, we've been planning on him moving here in May, but that hasn't been solidified. Um, I just really need an outsider's advice because I'm thinking about ending our engagement. So basically, one of our biggest issues is him with his parents. He, His mom is racist, so he's white and I'm mixed. She doesn't want to have anything to do with me. She doesn't care about my feelings. She doesn't care about anything. I literally haven't met his parents, and we've been doing this for four years. He's met both of my parents. He's met my siblings. He's met almost everyone in my family, um, and I still haven't met his parents. So I'm having a really rough time with him not telling them things. He doesn't really tell them the extent of our relationship, um, and... He doesn't stand up for me. So it's like I'm alone in this relationship, basically, against his parents. Um, he wants them to still, like, support him and not cut him off. Because I literally said they'll disown him. Um, anyways, that's one of our issues. Another is that he just, like, doesn't give me much attention. I know you've talked about how you like to have a lot of attention, and I'm the same way. I need attention. I need you to call me, you know, just, like, give me something. Um, and we live 300 miles away from each other right now, so I'm not getting much in general. But he doesn't call. Um, he doesn't visit. He's visited me once to drop off my cat, um, and that was for, like, 10 hours. Um, so I'm really not sure what to do. He's literally ghosted me for weeks at a time and not talked to me. At this point, I haven't talked to him in five days, and we're engaged. So I don't know. Help me out. Oh, my God. Wait. We got to talk about this. Girl, though. first of all, have you seen the movie Get Out? Like, I was... Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. So I got to make my joke first before we get yeah. into this. Um, not, this is not a joke. Okay. I feel like he's a serial killer. In the okay. way of being like, if he go disappears for this many days at a time, there is you have to call back when you find this out. There is something the fuck else going on. Yeah, there is totally. something going on. If he doesn't go five five, you said weeks at a time, but mm -hmm. five days you've gone without speaking to him. Does he is he married to somebody right. else? There is something Does he have going a kid? on. There is something going maybe on. Maybe his parents aren't racist. Maybe they don't even exist. Or yeah, maybe yeah, maybe maybe he's a fucking con artist. Yeah. And this is all a goddamn lie. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. You met on Tinder. This is not good for me saying I want to get you on Tinder. Girl, you no, 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 and, no. OK, so if his no. parents exist, mm -hmm. then this is just internalized racism yeah. for him. Like, so let's stay. Let's stay with the racist thing first and then go to the yeah. other part. 
I literally have goosebumps like right now talking about this. If you are okay, if you are trying to preserve your relationship with somebody who is racist in that it's affecting, you're in, you're in a mixed race relationship mm-hmm. and you don't want to ruin a relationship with your parents over, over the racism they have for his girlfriend, you, that's him thinking that that's okay mm-hmm. and that's justified and that's internalized racism. He might not think he's racist, but the fact that he's okay with that and he can find a way to for if anyone in my fucking life said anything remotely racist, I'd be I'd call them out immediately. And this isn't even an issue. Like we've talked about this before, like standing up, but like like two years, uh, your like parent, like mm-hmm. parents in law, and all that kind of shit. This is a different level of that. And like if he is letting them. He, he, yeah, he's, he's basically saying like, I'm not going to lose my relationship with my parents over something like racism. Like what the, so therefore you're, you're cool with that. Right. And it's like, who I have, I have so many feelings about this I feel like they don't even exist. I don't think they, they even, we're staying with the racist thing for right now. Yeah. Um, they don't accept you. He doesn't fully accept you. Mm Um, you can't. You can't stay. You can't be in this relationship and be happy. You're, if you have children with this guy, they have no grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's not around all the time. He doesn't fully accept you. Have you talked to your parents about this? Because they grew up in a different generation. Um, they're a mixed race couple. What are their feelings about this, too? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that they probably had some type of pushback from someone in their family mm-hmm. as well on either side um who i'm (laughs) I'm mad i'm so i'm so mad yeah i'm also so mad like i fucking hate that this dude like that that you even have to question it that's Mm -hmm. the part that i'm like this is like and i don't want to be like oh wow this is such an easy decision because it is because we are a third party which is why you called but like i fucking hate the fact that like he has gotten in your head so much with being on and off for four years that like you're questioning this and i've had friends in situations where they've dated guys who like i've had to be like by the way you know like your white boyfriend is racist Mm -hmm. and like i've had to be like the white friend being like just gonna let you know that like this is not okay and then like no no no, it's like you're misreading it i was like no 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 as a white person who's not fucking racist Mm -hmm. like that's not there is not any sort this is yeah and 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 he and and being somebody that's black and has dated like outside of my race sometimes you um meet these guys that they seem like they're okay and Mm -hmm. they'll they'll make jokes that you're like "Mm, just because we're dating it's not okay for you to make this joke my girlfriend's not white, so therefore I can't yep. make these jokes. Right. And I feel like he's probably one of those type of guys, too. Especially yeah. if he's, like, forgiving of his yeah. so-called parents. He, if he he thinks that because he's dating someone who's mixed race, therefore mm-hmm. that makes him not racist. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Yep. Like, that's not... You have to be actively... <laughs> an ally yes and like so it's with anything like you can't just be like oh i have a friend who's gay so therefore i'm not homophobic right but like you have to in order to be an ally you have to be active Mm -hmm. and in order to like like support people in every every single like race sexuality gender all of that you have to be loud about accepting them and being active about that and that means that you do not you cut out people in your life who therefore do not validate or respect or mm-hmm. value the existence of those people in your right. life. If he loved you and wanted to spend the rest of his life with you, he would stand up to his parents. Yeah, he um, oh, so long ago. Yeah. So fucking Four long years. ago. For, the first time he told you I loved you, before he 
proposed to you. Yes. Like none of this makes sense. Nothing about this story makes sense no, at all. It doesn't at all. The second that he said, like he showed a picture or said that you were mixed race and his parents responded like that, it would have been like, you need to cut this out right now mm -hmm. or I'm, I'm done because it is 20, whatever year it was. Mm -hmm. Like this is, you're not, I'm not going to, I don't care that you're my parents, but like you cannot be racist assholes. Yeah. Like that, it would have, I, that would have ended so long ago so that there is also the, a part of me that I'm like, this guy is, there's something fucking else going on. Yeah. Like, so let's move outside racism. Yeah. Why is he going weeks without talking to you? I mean, even five, like if like I, like Mots has gone out before and like his phone has died and I've called his friends. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's one night. Yeah. Like he's out of town this weekend. He calls me in the morning, texts me in the afternoon, calls me at night. Like there, you, nah, that's not like a thing. Like even like Arden is in a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. They don't see each other for months at a time, yeah. really weeks at a time. If we're going to be real. Yeah. But like when we just saw Arden, she just had just like, oh, I have to, we have a, we have a time that we're calling each other mm -hmm. because like you're not in a relationship. Like, that's the thing. It's like, just because you're like, oh, we're in a long distance relationship. If you call something a relationship, a relationship has meaning mm -hmm. besides just the word. Like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, but that has to mean something. It has to mean like, oh yeah, the implication behind being in a relationship is, oh, this is somebody who I talk to every night. This is, there There are like, it requires something. And he's not doing that. No. Like, you are not engaged to, you, you have like a ring possibly. You have an engagement, but you don't have a partner at, all like and that is like i can't even explain to you how fucking sketchy that is like that is so fucking sketchy especially mm -hmm. because like what we always say about long distance of like unless there's a date and where where it's going to end like i don't think it's going to work out right and the fact that like this is like an indefinite you've been apart for a long amount of time like you should have got th this down right like a long distance relationship requires time and effort and energy and five days Five yeah. fucking days? That's and insane. That's insane. And she said weeks too. Weeks. Like fucking at weeks this point period. right now when she called in, it was five, five days. days. And it's been weeks in the past. Girl. Okay. Should we speculate what it could be? Um, Yes. Another relationship. Another relationship. Another family. I was going to say another family. Um, Serial killer. Serial killer, yeah. Uh, Drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, con man yeah ponzi scheme yeah um yeah there's something there's something there's and, something not right and he's still dependent on his parents for money at oof. 25 um i will say like when i was 25 i had moved out here i had been living out here for yeah, yeah but yeah, i was yeah. going to school my parents still like paid for stuff but like that wasn't going to be an ongoing thing where i was getting married and then like when you guys are quote unquote married is he still going to be like dependent on yeah. him. And what who, is his wait. job? What is he trying to do? And they're not going to come to the wedding. Like right. it's going to be like, so who's the wedding for? Right. And then where and do you move? Also, He's never moving here. You would have to pay for it all because he he would be cut off from his parents. Uh -huh. That means he's not getting any money. So now you're paying for this whole wedding. Yeah. This isn't right, girl. No, there's, I don't even fucking believe that the name no. he told you is the real name. Mm -mm. Like, I think this is like a fuck it. And I hope, I mean, I'm I hope that like, if anything, like before you got, I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm instructing you to fucking call out this engagement. 
if you've got any sort of like, I don't, not that you're married, so you probably don't have any shared assets or anything, but like they might because he doesn't have a job. Exactly. I was like, get your shit in order. Yeah. Like if he's got fucking keys to things, like if he has, like if his name is on like deeds or leases or any of that shit, get that shit fucking figured out. Because like, I genuinely don't think that he is who he says he is mm-hmm. like at, at all. fucking all. And also let's say let's, let's play like not play Dale's advocate. Cause I don't love that. And I never do that. Um, even if like this isn't just like the fact that he you okay you have you go two weeks without talking and it's like wow how has he not talked to you in two weeks more than that how is he cool with the fact that you haven't spoken to him in two weeks Mm -hmm. like if even if I'm like let's say like oh my god girls are like so crazy like they like want their boyfriends to call all the time when they're gone like sure maybe I want to talk to like Mott's more when he's gone than he does with me but like it's still like he still is like if I didn't call him even if he was like, oh, well, I'm not going to call her until she calls me. If I didn't call him, he would then call me. Yeah. Like, that's something that's also so fucking this odd to me is that he's not trying do it like that. He doesn't he's not looking for that. So he's he's getting and that's why it's not a relationship. Whatever's fucking happening. He doesn't need a partnership from mm-hmm. you. And I don't know what if he's getting something else out of it or he's just getting that somewhere else. And there's like a whole other thing going on here. But you are not his partner and you are not fulfilling that that need or that desire is being met in some other way. Yeah. And it's not with you. And like, he, this is fucking sketchy as hell. And if you want help, you should DM me and like, we can, I'll, I'll yeah. totally, we'll Loop internet stuff. Yeah. Well, DM us both. Yeah. Our Instagrams are always like, we have our handles mm-hmm. on the description on YouTube and on the show notes. We are very good internet we stalkers. Good. We're going to find this shit out with you. Right. We'll figure it the fuck out. Oh, you should keep the ring. Mm-hmm. Sell it. God, we got you, girl. Think of us as your personal catfish. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you want to be problematic? I'm Max. Problematic though. Oh, I picked Max. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll just be myself. (laughs) Yeah, very true. Yeah. Okay, I picked the uh, gay silver box. (laughs) I love him. Um, Wow, I'm like. Ooh, I'm mad for you. Yeah. Ooh, I'm mad for you, hard bitch. Not your. I mean, like that's like a bitch. Not like you're a bitch. We're on your side. Um, I can't wait to hear your, see your DM. Yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to get this shit figured out for mm-hmm. you. Hi, um, my name is Sarah. I'm 27 and I'm hoping this gets aired because I just learned this information like not even an hour ago. Um, I've been seeing this guy for a few weeks and he just told me that he's like, he's like, deep deep deep, uh, darkest secret is like pegging. And I had to look up what it was because I had no fucking idea what it was. And now that I know, it's like like a chick. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a chick wearing a strap on and like fucking a guy from behind. Like it's like wigging me out to like the point of no return. And it's just ruined. Like I knew it's going to be true, and now I just feel weird. And that's all I'm gonna think about for the next two days. What if he's gay? Like I don't know. Like is that a straight thing? I just I, I, right now I don't even. I like I can't even I can't even handle it. But um, I'd like <laughs> some input on this because it's freaking me out. And um, yeah, I need to know like if this is normal. Like I totally respect what people are into as long as they're not hurting anyone. That's fine. But for me, it's like like should you just like should you just be with a guy if that's the case? Like I don't know. That's all I'm going to think about from here on out. So ruined per usual. Um, so if you could just let me know. Um, love you guys. Love your podcast. Um, very funny. I do want to say you guys helped me get through 
uh, or and a really bad unhealthy relationship that I was in for three years. You kind of motivated me, and uh, very happy. Besides this whole pegging thing that's going on, so thank you for that. Okay, I love you. Bye. This is not Minnie's guy. At no, all. not at all. There's a lot of nerve endings in the butt. Should we talk There's about prostate? You've got your anus, your rectum, mm-hmm. and most importantly, the prostate, prostate. Yeah. which women don't have. Mm-hmm. So, There's I mean, a lot of pleasure back there. A lot of it. I mean, I, one of the first, oh my God, one of my friends, he's so fucking funny. Um, he's like such like a, like a really scary fucking intimidating looking dude. And he, yeah, he's just like a, like a scary and like in, but I like love him cause he's really deep down a teddy bear, but like, he just doesn't let anyone know. Cause like mm-hmm. he is really like tough as shit. Like I wouldn't fuck with him really got our friends. He would protect me in any situation. Um, but we were talking about something and one of the, one of the, some girl we were around, she like brought up something like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, and like guys and like, like stuff with like butts or whatever he goes, no, it was a guy who said this, like guy had something about like, oh yeah, no, like girls like putting like fingers and ass, like get it out of here. He's like, you're not a real fucking man unless you've had a finger in your ass. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is yes. so funny. And he was like, I don't know, what the fuck are you doing? And all of these guys were like, oh wow, I guess you're right. Maybe I should. He's like, yeah, yeah what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and it was so funny because like it had, like here was this guy who's the epitome of what you would expect toxic like masculinity masculine, yeah. to be. And he's telling these other guys who tend to be a little bit more like, oh, they seem like they'd be more progressive. Mm-hmm. And he's telling them like, oh, like fuck your fucking shit like you're wrong like you don't know this shit um so no i think like a i want to say like fantastic on your boyfriend for telling you this Mm -hmm. because if anything his hang-ups on wow does this make me gay be there there isn't really um yeah men in general there is that uh stigma there is about like anything involving that like so many guys are like don't fucking put your finger in my ass at all like because i'm like not gay and it's like that's not what that means Mm -hmm. (laughs) like at all and so i think like the fact that he told you like you need to understand that like being like pegging is so different than like having sex with a guy also like like sexual orientation like it doesn't (laughs) it like who you are in the body parts that you are born with has nothing to do with what your gender is. Yeah. And so him being into the fucking thing that hangs from traditional, like cis born men, cisgendered men, like what hangs there that he's into the sensation that that gives that has nothing to do with a penis because also like penises have nothing to do with men. Penises are not having a penis does not make you a man. And being into penis, being into any sort of like stimulation there does not make you gay. Yes. And so I think you need to separate like, oh, it goes in the butt. It looks like a penis. Therefore, that means he's gay. That doesn't mean he's gay. He's gay if he is sexually and romantically attracted to men. That's Mm -hmm. the only way that you are gay in that situation. Mm -hmm. The only time that you are gay and the only thing that makes you gay is being sexually and romantically attracted to someone of the same gender as you. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And like that's all there is to it. And I think like, I don't think, yeah, I I wish, I mean, I wish this kind of stuff was talked about more because I think like, I, I don't think there is, I don't think this is like internalized homophobia at all. I think this is like the issue of a, like we're not taught about the body in regards to like pleasure. Mm -hmm. We're taught about it in regards to like science and what this does and what this does. And like, we're not taught like, Oh, men have this. And therefore the sensation here is different. Like guys don't have a clit, like Mm -hmm. so much of this stuff, like we'd all be having way better fucking sex. If we had learned in like school, these are like these pleasure points on your body. Right. 
And I think that it's great on him to tell you. And I think I'm assuming at any point he might've thought like, oh, wow. He might've had like that internalized, uh, well, not even internalized, that, that toxic masculinity of right. being like, does this make me, me gay? gay? Yeah. And the fact that he's telling his girlfriend, hey, I'm into this. And I feel like I just really want to tell you he's already gone through that process and been like, no, this doesn't mean that. So mm -hmm. therefore I'm going to tell you. Um, so, and if so. you're scared of that, just start with a finger. Yeah. Or if you're not comfortable, just tell them you're not comfortable. And that's totally it's, yeah. okay. Um, you've talked about before, like mm -hmm. things being a deal breaker. Like, yeah. is this going to be his deal breaker that you don't like to peg him? Yeah. Or is it your deal breaker that you don't want to? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like your comfortability, but if you're curious about it, I mean, yeah. strap on the, <laughs> yeah, strap it on. And I mean, it's got like know. pleasure things for you too on the other end. So mm -hmm. that's just true. Go at it. If, if you're comfortable with it. Yeah. There's a whole episode of broad city that is like on this specific oh, really? thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think it's in the, it's either in the first or second season. Mm. Um, second. Okay. Amanda's saying second. So in the second <laughs> season, um, Abby is like going through this whole thing with her hot neighbor that she's always had a crush on and he's into pegging. And um, so, yeah, yeah, I suggest watching that. That might open up your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I mean, Mott's and I always play. I play the hypothetical game. He fucking hates it. But I'll like make up sexual hypotheticals. Like if I decided I was into this, would you would this be a deal breaker? And so many things that I've like, which come with like some of the fucking like, things that aren't even real, like just fucking weird, crazy shit that I was like, if I said that instead of condoms, you had to fuck me with cinnamon rolls, would you do it? And he was like, <laughs> literally the shit I come up with. And he's like, sure, like fine. Like there are some crazy fucking shit that he's like, okay. And there's some that stuff like that a yeast infection. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. But then there's some stuff that that he'd be like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be into that. And then I'm like, and it is like a hypothetical game in that situation. Like in the way of being like, we're coming up with these like things that we think are like crazy or whatever. And it's like, okay, well in the right relationship, things that you're like, oh, I wouldn't be into like in hypotheticals when you're with somebody, you're like, okay, all of these things, you, you really realize how much of like the hangups that you have on like things regarding sex have come with just like an in internalized uh like yeah sexual shame mm -hmm. of like this like oh gosh but then also if there's something that is a deal breaker for either of you like i've said so many times like if i I've, if I, I would never if a guy told me if we were on a date and or we were yeah, hooking up and he was like oh by the way like i don't go down on girls i'd be like okay like that's a deal breaker for me mm -hmm. like i'm never gonna come then like this is unless you're like fucking fantastic with right. your hands and like you've got like not gonna get a hand cramp and all of this is gonna be like really great for you like also that's a lot more work for effort and work for you and choreography like that would be a deal breaker for me. And I wouldn't think anything less of a person mm -hmm. because there's like a sexual compatibility and a sexual match for everybody. And I think, um, you're allowed to say you're not comfortable with something. And then from there, you'll see, maybe this isn't even a deal breaker for him. Right. Maybe this is something. And then if there's a way that you're like, okay, well I hear that. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Like, what if I just like use my hands for right. something and then like you can potentially build your way up to it. Or not, mm -hmm. but um, it does not make him gay at all. No, not at all. Yeah, and it's not weird. No, it's not weird. Yeah, you have two people here who immediately like neither of us had to Google pegging. Yeah, like this is something like I I I fully know yeah. what that is. I, like I was like my real introduction to it was um Broad City yeah. when I heard about it. And I, I don't even like, know oh, my cool. introduction. <laughs> What's my introduction to pegging? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. I mean, not like a personal introduction, yeah. but I wonder. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't. Yeah, don't worry about this at all. And no. also, I'm happy for her boyfriend for 
like saying that. Yeah. 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 That means he trusts you. Totally. And he's so comfortable in sexuality. Mm -hmm. Like so very comfortable. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. It's time for Don't Blame Them, which is where 
callers call in and give their own advice on previous episodes. So what do we have here? I really do nothing. Can you all see this now? If you're watching this on YouTube, she's like on her computer pulling up all of this shit. And I'm like, what do we have? I just sit here with my blanket. Um, so this is from the episode that we did together. And um, I like that. And the uh, girl, she was by and she was having trouble because when she'd go out on dates with, and stuff, then um, guys and girls were being like rude to her yeah, and didn't judgmental. understand. Yeah. So Fuck those call. people. Hi, I'm calling to give advice on um, something I recently heard on your latest podcast with Melissa about um, the girl who called about being bisexual and she would tell people and um, they would just have problems with it. I'm 23 and also bisexual and I've also experienced very similar things. And what I would like to say to her is that there are going to be people who do understand and there are going to be people who don't understand. I feel like I, I went through the same thing. Like, I feel like at um, age 18, um, everyone's kind of immature, doesn't really understand sexuality, doesn't understand themselves, but there will be people who do understand. Like, now I'm with, I have a boyfriend who is really amazing, and he gets that. He gets that side of me. He gets that I am attracted to women as well as men, and um, it doesn't intimidate him. But when I was 18, um and I was dating, the same exact thing happened to me. There would be people who didn't understand. I would, like, tell guys, and then they would say they didn't want to be with me and, like, call me a slut or whatever because, like, I wanted to – I liked both, and um, they just didn't really understand it. So there are going to be people who don't understand. What I would also say is that you don't need to tell everyone. Like, I felt the same way you did. Like, I wanted to – I felt like I wasn't being true to myself if I didn't tell people that I like, you know, guys and girls or that I was attracted to guys and girls. You don't need to tell anyone. Like, if you're dating and um, you're getting to know someone, yeah, it's a, it's a very important part of you that you might feel like you're hiding, which is kind of a shitty feeling, but you don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone um, any information that they didn't ask for or they don't need. There's nothing wrong with not. Um, like disclosing that information about you, especially when you're young and you're dating and you're just having fun and stuff like that. I love that. I really love when people can, I mean, obviously that's the fucking point of this part is like people call and give their own experience, Mm -hmm. but it's nice. Um, And uh, yeah, I think, I think she's very right in the sense of like, not doesn't make you any less like proud of who you are Mm -hmm. if you don't want to tell people. And also in like, um, I don't know. It's a kind of like, again, not to make this like, oh, wait, this heterosexual, but like when there's something like something that you really like and you don't really want to like share it with the world yet because you're like, I didn't. It's like when people um, again, not to make this whatever, but like when people don't share baby names until the babies are born and it's like, well, I don't I don't care about your like I'm not this isn't your opinion. Like mm-hmm. this is something that has to do with me. But this is not like doesn't mean that you like any less because like you don't want anyone's judgments on something that they really don't have any business judging on. Yeah. So. Um, that makes me happy. I do also agree that I think people grow out of shit. I think also yeah, when you're, I think the original color was 18. 18. Cause I yeah. say when you're young, if you think about it real, okay. Like think if we want to go, like, let's say you're, you start having your first, um, like more serious relationships. Let's even say like, let's say you have one boyfriend a year for four years. That's like four romantic experiences. And like, that's still a time when people are like figuring out their sexuality and everything like that. So you've got people who haven't experienced nearly as much once Mm -hmm. you go to college and all of that stuff like i yeah i think my friends all of their sexual experiences is experiences and stuff everything changed once everyone was in college because you yeah you're not tied to this like you're not tied and you're 
you don't have to worry about like parents and yeah um, and like the I, I hate the idea of like oh a reputation but like yeah there's also something like i was never able to like like shake off the oh i mean finally i, th- I think i finally fucking did now like once i got verified on instagram that became what i was known for in high school but like i literally had like transition lenses like i was a total fucking nerd there are some things that like people mm-hmm. just they see you as one thing mm-hmm. and like even now i look back at like guys i went to high school with that i was like why didn't i think you were fucking hot there's yeah. one kid who looks like young matt damon and i'm like why the fuck did no why did i not hook up with you yeah. why did nobody hook up with you and it's like oh because everyone had these preconceived notions from like elementary school mm-hmm. and then yeah i have friends who are uh i have most of my friends who were like who are gay and who are bi and stuff they didn't even if they came out when we were younger they never they never ever started having relationships with people of the same gender until they got away from all of us. Yeah. And like, not in like a way of like, Oh, everyone's going to be like judgmental, but it's like, you know me, I don't. And also when you're exploring a new side of you, you don't really want like a fucking like peanut gallery of people that you already know. Right. You kind of want to like, I don't know. Like, I think there's something nice about the fresh start Mm -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. And people grow out of being an asshole and some people don't. And then you say, fuck them. Yeah. And you, ruin their life i like that you, and you, you, sw- you, you swipe yeah. left on them you swipe fucking left <laughs> you swipe left so hard you'll throw your fucking phone you're missing a really good hand gesture guys yeah um but yeah uh, well it makes me happy that she's me now too. in a relationship with that i just uh, there's something like not to applaud a fish for swimming and I, actually I take back, i'm not gonna applaud her boyfriend for being like cool and great because like he should be fucking cool and great but i'm so glad that now we have like someone else who's been we through. have who, who's been through that and can tell you that they're in a relationship with the guy who isn't a fucking dick mm-hmm. and really understands that because we can talk about the people that we know who are like that and all yeah. that stuff but now you guys when know. it's firsthand experience yeah. it makes it more relatable totally yeah oh my god did you have a good time being on the podcast i did on this side i did from i really did that chair to this chair yeah wait so whole, like, what is the other feet. yellow thing you have over there on the chair my hat so your hat matched your shirt and your 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 shirt matched your purse and then what's the other thing on the ground that's the bag that has makeup in it okay wow you just have this she just has everything in two colors oh i didn't even realize that's what i was saying now i see it i was like i didn't see i was like what were you wearing earlier that you were like that you were paddington the bear it was raining so i put my hat so i had that hat on that blue and yellow paddington the bear (laughs) is it paddington the bear or just paddington bear Mm. good me i'm paddington bear yeah Oh, I don't know. I thought he was more professional. <laughs> Just in case you want to know, Paddington. Which Paddington? The bear. That Paddington. <laughs> Isn't it like Clifford the Big Red Dog? Clifford the dog. You know? Yeah, it's not just Paddington. Just Paddington? Yeah. Well, um, that's it for our episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes podcast app. Hit it up. We're also on SoundCloud. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to mm-hmm. spew off all of those things for you. Um, you can listen to our bonus episodes that come out uh, every other week on Stitcher Premium. Yeah. You can listen ad free to us there. Mm-hmm. You can use the code BLAME and get one month free. Hell yes. And then if you guys want to follow Instagram, uh, our we don't blonde meme pod. And our own Instagrams will be listed down below. Girl, please DM us. Yes, following back. We're going to figure this out for you. We are going to do it. He's done. If your life is going to shit and you need some help for an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Woo, I love that you're (laughs) moving that along. Uh, And then if you're an international caller, you can leave us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, 
Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.